Hey guys, it's 2021. Welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Fofo. And I'm Bones. And we're in Subic. And with that, Happy, Happy New Year! Year! What is up? It's 2021. Na natin ang 2020. And we are starting the year off right. And that is with a brand new, super fresh podcast episode. Wow. Goodbye, 2020. Ayoko na sa'yo. <laughs> okay. So I think uh, last episode, we gave them an update on what's happening. We mm -hmm. said we were going to go to Subic. And as you can see, we have a brand new venue, a new location for the podcast studio. Podcast studio. Well, podcast studio. But I mean, we've been talking about this move for some time and we're going to talk about it later on in the episode. But we want to talk about the new year first. <laughs> There's lipstick, sorry. Bonizi put lipstick on my new mug, which I've finally allowed her to use. Which, but Which you can wipe off with your hands or tissue anyways. Okay, anyway, we're moving on. Bonizi, what did we do for New Year's and the past few days? So before the new year, before 2021, we decided to visit Nikki and Mauro, who both have been living in La Union for the past couple of months. And we went there with some of your family. Yeah, so actually all, the whole family. Everybody who lives here in the Philippines uh, drove up to La Union. We got all the safety protocols, rules, mm -hmm. and requirements. So that was a travel authority. It was an antigen test. But to be honest with you, when we drove up, the checkpoints weren't populated. So basically, when we drove up to La Union, they had checkpoints where they would check, oh, where are you going? Are you from La Union? Where are you coming from? Etc. Etc. But if I compare La Union to Burakai, Definitely, Burakai felt stricter in that sense in checking if everyone had the requirements or whatnot, or baka nachempohan lang natin yung yeah. araw na yun. So, the first spot that we went to in La Union was Clean Beach Coffee, mm. obviously. Uh, it's a great place, really nicely laid out. You can see the beach while having your first sip of coffee. So, we enjoyed our whole morning till early afternoon there as we waited for all our other siblings to arrive in La Union. I think when it comes to La Union, that's probably our first stop most of the time because mm -hmm. I really like the fact that when you get there, you order your coffee and you can enjoy your coffee while listening to the beach waves. I mean, it doesn't really get any better than that, doesn't it? Yeah. Surprisingly, however, madaming tao. Yeah, the first day we got there, there were so many people. But what I like the most about Clean Beach is that they were very strict about their protocols. Yeah. They were very strict about contact tracing. They made sure that if they reached their maximum capacity for social distancing, they were going to let people wait mm -hmm. for their turn to get in. Yeah, and that was the theme for our first day in La Union. Mm -hmm. So I think that in between Christmas and New Year's, that day that we arrived was the busiest day in La Union. It was so crazy that every time we wanted to eat, which was lunch, merienda, and dinner, there was a 30-minute to two-hour wait in every single restaurant. It didn't matter if it was a higher-end restaurant or if it was a carinderia on the side of yeah. the street. And the reason why we were trying to think about it was para hindi yata handa yung probinsya for the influx of tourists. Because yeah. we were talking to some of the owners and some of the vendors and they said, oh, oh daming tao ngayon. Mm -mm. So parang they weren't prepared na ganun karaming tao sa isang araw. Hindi, tsaka isipin mo rin na for such a period of time, 
businesses were understaffed because yeah. there weren't as many customers. So, ano pang use having all these staff members? Tapos wala kang customers masyado. So, now that people are slowly starting to come in, businesses are also slowly starting to adjust as well. Yeah, I think it's a it's a balancing act because mm -hmm. businesses have to decide when do they start to fully staff because they don't want to fully staff too early because naman yung pera nila. Yeah, and it's also the holiday season. Mm -hmm. So the influx of people is also on an all-time high. Yeah. And when it comes to after New Year's, which is around this point, tomorrow actually, then people will start going back to work. People are working from home again and who knows when you're going to see people out and about. Yeah, so I guess this is just a reminder to everyone, including ourselves, to be kind because we might enter a business, a restaurant, and expect full service, but we need to understand that some of these businesses are just ramping up. Naga adjust pa rin sila yeah. kasi hindi nila matansya itong new normal, babalik na balahat ng customers nila, or hindi pa. So it's a balancing act and it's always nice to be able to understand both sides. Yeah, there's, there's a newfound patience in all of us, Dapat. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I thought La Union was pretty relaxing for us because we got to see everybody. You guys got to go to the beach. Alvaro got some, you know, nature into his system because he's been stuck in the city for a long time. But how was the drive for us from Subic to La Union? I was telling Bonizi <laughs> that the highways here in the Philippines are underrated. They are gorgeous. They are beautiful. Yeah. Okay, it started with SCTEX, which for me, I thought that was a world-class road. Yeah. And then it extended into Tipilex, and they keep on Wait, lengthening. Tipilex. Tipilex okay. or Tipilex? I'm not tipilex. sure. I'm not sure how you say it. <laughs> so it keeps on extending. So humahaba siya ng humahaba. Yeah. We went to Baguio a couple of weeks ago, and the drive was insanely smooth. And I just wanted to point it out there that I think it's a point of pride for us Filipinos. I know that there's a lot going on in our country. There's a lot to complain about. So here in this podcast, we're going to focus on what we can be proud about. And me, I think our highways are really just amazing. I was driving at one point of our uh, road trip and then Mikael was like, wow, I can't believe I'm looking at this greenery or looking at this scenery because he's the one that drives most of the time and because he loves driving but when he was the passenger it was only then that he had this I guess appreciation for your surroundings because I was the one driving and you're like oh I can actually enjoy what's around me. Namangha ako sa view. Sa totoo lang like as I was looking I would remember our road trips in Europe and in the US and I was like wow this is just as beautiful and possibly even more beautiful. I remember we were on SCTEX and he was like ay ang ganda pala ng road dito no? Because you just enjoy the car ride, you don't really get to enjoy what's around you most of the time. Yeah, so for those out there going on a road trip, please do not forget, take an Instagram story of our surroundings and appreciate the beauty <laughs> of our highways and the scenery. However, just one note to point out, RFID, please be better. Oh my. <laughs> pointing out the good things. Just kidding. You can't have the good without the bad, right? Because yeah. we want to improve all the time. And as we were driving through the toll gates, of 
course, like mas maganda syempre na social distancing, we have the RFID, but I have to admit there was a delay and sometimes you're wondering, ah, okay, where is my RFID? Where is the scanner? Like there were just a lot of questions out there and it could be better. Sa lahat ng mga bumabiyahe dyan, I'm sure you know how we feel. Um, let's, no, let's tell the story. I'm sure there are others out there who haven't been able to drive out. Okay. So the RFID is the new cashless system of our highways. Yeah. So they stick a sticker onto your headlight, you load it, and supposedly when you hit the toll gate, it will automatically read your account and deduct how much your payment yeah. is going to be. However, the first problem is if you're a driver, I'm not sure where? where the reader is. Sometimes it looks like there's a bar and then that's it, but other times it looks like there's a reader attached on the ceiling. So we can never tell. So I think uh, that should be a bit clearer. That should be made a bit clearer. Because mm -hmm. what is we get there, atras, abante, atras, abante, like three, four times until we hit the right mark where the reader can read our RFID. Actually, it was, it was interesting because you could see um, the people that work for the toll gates standing there trying to scan it with a manually. Yeah. They were scanning it manually. I was like, that's interesting. I mean, it's still the same job that they used to have, giving the money and the change. Pero ito scanner na Yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose. But I get it. Growing pains. Yeah. This is just the start. Walapang six months of using RFID. So our goal is to get better and better at it. So hoping you guys get better. Now that we're done with La Union, we are now moving on to the new year because everyone hates 2020. Yeah, 2020 <laughs> So, except for our wedding, that was the happy moment. But aside from that, you know, 2020 was really stuck in a rut, I would say. Tama ba yung saying? It was really... We were stuck in a rut We were in stuck in a rut with 2020. But now, 2021, the new year with the Fam Bam and Subic. And I just have to say, it was a very... Happy but interesting new year for us. Really? Why was it interesting? What happened? Because, you know, our tradition kasi in Subic, especially growing up here, we would all go to the boardwalk. Don't you remember? Okay. We would go to the boardwalk, there would be a bunch of people waiting for fireworks, and there would be bands playing all night long, just like meeting up with people. And this time, it was the complete opposite. We were just at home, there were no fireworks, and we didn't see anyone else but ourselves. Yeah, so for New Year's, what Bonizi and I did was we were with Bonizi's families, Lauren, Mama V, Vic, Jenny, Jenny and Brenda. her friend Brenda. We ordered out and we had a super simple New Year's, but for me it was fine. I had so much fun. I had a lot of fun. So we were here in this new house that we're testing out. We stayed up till 12 midnight. I had a difficult time staying up. Okay, ito yung kwento ko. Ito yung kwento ko, ito yung nangyari. So I wanted to prepare for New Year's Eve dinner. So what I did was that I worked out twice during New Year's Eve. Oh, you worked out three times? Twice. Oh, three times. Okay, so <laughs> two and a half times. I worked out two and a half times. And I got so hungry na kumain ako, lumamon ako, nag-enjoy ako. But the thing is, after I ate, sobrang inantok ako. Sobrang basag na basag ako. I had the hardest time staying up until midnight but as soon as midnight struck by in 10 minutes tulog na ako. he was already sleepy by 8 30 and siguro it was around 11 he was like bones i can't do this anymore but happy new year <laughs> Wala. Sobrang antok na antok na siya. but 
Aside from the fact that we didn't have fireworks, I found a way that we could enjoy the New Year's fireworks without, you know, actual fireworks. Oh yeah, Bonizi had a really, really <laughs> super cute idea. I saw on Instagram, parang updates for Animal Crossing, and I realized, oh my no, they always have the events for holidays. And surprisingly, they had a countdown in Animal Crossing, and you had to wait for the fireworks. We had the countdown on a monitor, and we were waiting, and by the time that the clock struck 12, there were fireworks in-game that we enjoyed for the past hour, probably in the background, but we had our fireworks without breaking any rules. Yeah, surprisingly, however, I was on Instagram, and I was surprised. I don't know what the rules are in Metro Manila, pero ang dami nagpaputok. Pwede ba yun? I don't know. I saw a lot of fireworks on people's Instagram accounts also, and I saw a lot of people partying. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the rules are. Hopefully everybody was safe. Also, another note to point out, in Boracay, where we were lucky to be able to visit last November, ang dami ng tao. Daming ta My feed is all Boracay. A lot of people went there for the New Year to enjoy and just escape the city. Yeah, so hopefully everybody is staying safe because I also saw a lot of Instagram stories where people were partying it up and medyo madaming tao in one spot. Malay mo, they're all from one group. So hopefully. Hopefully, they're staying safe and social distancing. And there you go. That was our New Year's here in Subic. And speaking of Subic, obviously, we pushed through with what we wanted to do. We moved. Semi. Semi. Semi moved. So 2021 is... A new beginning for all of us, right? Okay. So where are we, Bones? Where are we in our moving process? Well, we decided to test it out and thankfully they allowed us to rent first. So we're testing out the waters on the feel of the house, how we feel about the environment, and good vibes. Is, I mean, is this something that we want to do in the future? Yeah, so we rented out a place here in Subic for a month just to see if Subic is the kind of place where we would like to stay for a longer period of time. Bonizi, how do you feel so far? Do you feel good? Do you feel bad? Do you want to stay or not? So far, I feel really good. Like the vibe here is definitely happy. It's very refreshing. And honestly, you guys can't see it right now. You probably have seen it in our stories, but the view that we have from the balcony is just forest. And I don't know, it's just, it feels so uplifting for me. Uplifting. Wow, uplifting. Rejuvenating. <laughs> I feel like a new person. Pwede mo naman sabihin maganda yung view. Maganda siya, pero kakaibang feeling yung nararamdaman ko just looking at this. Because usually, I see a building right in front of me. Now, I see a forest. Okay, okay. No, I like it. The view is gorgeous. And it's very refreshing. Oh, that's my word. Rejuvenating. Uplifting. <laughs> okay, so the pros that I've found, I really like it here in Zubi because it's very quiet. And mm. I get to work out every single day. There's a basketball court nearby. I can shoot. And at the same time, I will keep repeating it, this view behind the camera is absolutely gorgeous. Mm. However, there are cons. And one of the few problems that we ran into was with Lazada and Shopee. Yes. When we tried to check out for an item, you couldn't put SBMA or Subic Bay Freeport Zone in your in the address. Like 
hindi siya sleep. lumalabas. No, hindi siya lumalabas. Hindi siya For whatever reason, Lazada does not have it included in their address book. So you can pick Zambales and Olonga po, but walang city of Subic Bay Freeport Zone, because which is it's, surprising. It's technically not a city, it's a freeport. Yeah, so just pointing that out, Lazada, maybe you could put that as one of your options because it is a legitimate place in the Philippines. Oo nga eh. Pero a lot of our friends that live here in the Freeport, they say, ah, ito lang ginagawa namin. We just put it in the address bar, Subic Bay Freeport Zone. Yeah, and another pro that I really liked, uh, the grocery here in Subic is called Royal. Yeah. Or Royal. Royal. And then there is a pure gold. But the cool thing about Royal is that there's a residence only time. So mm. sometime in the morning, there's an only hour. residents with IDs are allowed to go inside, which helps us. Because at the same time, Subic still is somewhat a tourist destination. Yeah. So not having to go in with the hustle and bustle of all the tourists, that helps us out. And it also helps us, you know, create a routine. Uh, if we want to go to the grocery early in the morning, at least nakaset na yon. Okay, so Bonizi, what else have you seen in terms of Subic life versus Metro Manila life? You know, I have to agree with you on the working out. Because although we've been working out in our condo, Iba pa rin yung feeling when you're able to work out with fresh air. Yeah. And because we're so far from other people, we have our own balcony that we can actually, you know, do proper exercises or large movements. It feels so nice to actually work out without a mask within our home. Mm-hmm. So at home we have our obviously our living room and our dining area that we convert. But when you have a designated area to work out. Yeah, another thing that I noticed in comparison to Metro Manila, because Metro Manila is basically the epicenter of the pandemic here mm -hmm. in the Philippines. Because yeah. that's where the most people are, that's where the most activity and movement yeah. is. So here in Subic, which is technically the province, I guess must relax to safety protocols. Simply also because uh, the rules and safety protocols aren't as tight. I think it depends because when you go to establishments here in Subic, you have to wear a mask and a face shield. Where in other places, it was like outside of Subic, it's just a mask. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I haven't uh, really looked into the most updated rules here in Subic for the safety protocols. Mm -hmm. But just the feeling because there's there are less people, there yeah. are less establishments, it just feels more relaxed. Okay, another pro that I see in this house is that I feel like it's a place that we can make our own. Remember I was saying that I really wanted to, you know, make our space into something that we're able to fully maximize and use to what we want. What Bonizi is talking about is because when we used to solely work in GMA for teleseries, for guestings, we could live in a box. To be honest yeah. with you, it didn't matter. But because of 2020, it shifted a lot of our work to a work-from-home setup. So all of a sudden, where we live matters. Mm -hmm. Like the studio setup, the lights, the wall paddings, the acoustics, they all matter to yeah, us Yeah, even our own home has become a studio for us. Like our living room, our mm -hmm. dining room, not just like our office area. Because we've incorporated a lot of our home life into our work. And 
it's something that I really want to make personal. Yeah, so because of that, condos in Metro Manila or condos that we used to rent, they're difficult to renovate because you don't own the place. So here in Subic, if we do get a place, we will have a bit more freedom to customize it, maybe create our own mini studio, pad the walls, raise the ceilings, make the lights a bit nicer. So Make the lights a lot nicer. A lot nicer. But it's naman yung daylight in our face now. Yeah. One thing that I really want in this house is I want an herb garden. Just like little pots of herbs so that we can like spice up <laughs> spice up our food with it. So just that. That's just something that I want and I foresee in the future. Okay. What would be a non-negotiable for you for our house in Subic? What do you mean? Like what is something that you need to have in the house? Nothing. Low maintenance, okay. <laughs> really? I'll, I'll, I'll rock with anything, bonies. Talaga? Because like, I'm thinking, I need a coffee station. Okay, just to let you guys know, I'm a happy camper. Okay, I, I, lo I love the adventure of things. <laughs> just to let you know, it's been a week since we got here. Mm -hmm. Bonizi and I have been sleeping on a bed that I do not fit in. He sleeps I diagonally. cannot stretch out into the bed. And it's super soft, super lubugsha, which... Shouldn't be good for your back, but I'm still kind of young, so I don't feel it yet. But I'm like, eh, whatever, I'm chill. So, um... You're chill diagonally. Yeah. And I have to sleep on the small sandwich side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or sometimes I just put my legs over yeah. the bed and yeah. that works out. But I try not to be, I try not to complain, especially after the year that we've had. Yeah. If the bed is just a bit smaller than what I need, okay, it's fine. I'll live, I'll be fine. You have a bed. Yeah. But do you have a non-negotiable? I just want a coffee area, that's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that makes me happy and I think... Having a certain spot that makes you happy makes a big difference. Like, I wouldn't put something just senseless in our house. Coffee makes us happy, it starts our day, so I want to have a designated area for that. Okay, and with that, okay, Bonizi's talking about non-negotiables, which means if we do finally decide to move here in Subic, there will be a bit of renovation, maybe a bit of construction in wherever we move into. That means we need a budget. And we got you, fam. Bonizi and I spoke about it already. It's Jan 3 right now, is it? Jan, yes. It's Jan 3 right now. Yesterday, nag-planning kami ni Bonizi. Nag-work planning and financial planning na po kami. Ahoo! So we took the whole early afternoon planning it out. Maybe we were talking for about two, three hours. Yeah, yeah. A good a good amount of time. And Medjuna Gulataho, if I'm gonna be honest, the parang wow agad agad. But as we were meeting about finances and our budget. It made sense. Yeah, and then like, oh man, how are we gonna go throughout the next couple of weeks, months, and the year if we don't know what we're going to look forward to? Yeah, so to everyone out there, we will share our planning with you. But for those who haven't done it, don't put it off. Don't procrastinate. Plan for 2021. I promise it'll be fun. Don't make it a stressful thing. Be excited for it. Anyway, so what did we plan for? Okay, so first off, we planned for work because mm -hmm. like Mikael said, we have GMA, but that is dictated by them. Ko ano yung gagawin natin. So mm -hmm. susunod lang tayo. But we also have our online content and that means our vlog, the podcast, we have the stream, your possible stream in the future. We have Quizmo on Kumu. Mm -hmm. 
we basically have our online platforms mm -hmm. and we've been doing that and producing that for the past year already but what Bonizi and I planned was what are our growth benchmarks for these platforms yeah. what well, how many subscribers do we want? How much content do we want to put out every week? What kind of topics do we want to cover? So we kind of outlined this and basically created a very an, uh, a very general roadmap mm -mm. that we will slowly fill in as the year progresses. But right now, my goal is na kami ni Bonizi, and we want to work towards that. And it was nice because before I would have goals for let's say the stream, but I didn't have. A pathway or little goals to get to my big goals. So, yeah. parang at the back of my head, I was like, oh, how am I gonna do all of this and that for my stream? And now I know, kasi na plano na natin. One example would be, how do I become consistent with my stream? Because obviously, I've been on and off with it. And one of the goals that I set for myself was, okay, these are the days that I'm going to stream, and it's a non-negotiable. I have to stream on these days at these times. Yeah, and for the podcast, just to get all the viewers excited out there, Bonizi and I finally decided we will start producing merch. Yes. Because we wanted to add value and give all the viewers and the loyal viewers out there a chance to, I guess, take more value from this channel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we want to do that. We have a lot of exciting ideas. I don't want to blurt out what kind of merch we're going to be producing, but it's in the works. If you guys have any ideas of what you would purchase, Konrade, if you were buying merch from somebody, what is something that you would buy? Because personally, I love t-shirts. Mm -hmm. I love collecting t-shirts or maybe like those pins. Favorite yeah, thing? I have a lot of pins. pins. For stickers, I love stickers. So abangan yun na lang yan. And FYI, why don't you share your New Year's experiences, how you feel about the podcast, what your goals are for 2021. Let's make this an experiential and community-driven podcast episode. So now that we've already set goals for ourselves in terms of work, now we have GMA because we found out I was on Instagram and I saw a comment on one of my photos and somebody was like, oh, I'm so excited for your show in GMA, yada, yada, yada. I was like, huh? What, what, what show? And I decided to look on Pep because all the updates are there. And at the bottom of the article, it says, Megan and Mikael will be hosting a singing show. A singing show. What? Yeah. And it's, it's so cool because we actually auditioned for this last year. Yeah, so we auditioned for this before the pandemic struck and completely forgot about it because we weren't sure if they were going to continue the show. We weren't even sure if they picked us, right? No, yeah, we weren't sure. We we would hear it from other people and the, oh, you might have a shot at like getting the show and we were just like crossing fingers. But we didn't know if we were Lo and behold, a comment on Instagram led us to the, the article. article which announced that, hey, we're doing a show so cool. We Thank don't you, know, GMA! We don't know when that's going to start, but we're super excited because as we've said, we've been doing this podcast, but we'd also love to be able to take our hosting skills yeah. and our own report to TV. So this is a start, right? I'm so excited also because since it's a singing show, I have a good feeling that it's just going to be in the studio, so we won't have to go far. I don't know what like the the protocols are for like lock-ins or for taping, but I'm happy that it's close to home. Mm -hmm. Aside from GMA, one more thing about the planning, which I'd like to share with you guys, and which Bonizi and I debated a lot, was whether <laughs> or not I should stream. So should Fofo start streaming? But the bigger question is, what should Fofo stream? 
And this was a constant debate between us in the past year because I had told him na it's such a good opportunity because when I started streaming, I didn't even know what I was getting into. I was just playing games. And then later on, opportunities came in terms of gaming, in terms of tech. And for those that don't know, Mikael is a big techie. He loves his technology and he... Like, and I like talking about it. He loves talking about it. So I why don't you stream? Okay, here is why. Because talking is hard. Okay, that, that's weird, right? It sounds very weird, but I wanted to lead with that quote. Here's the thing. In a week, Bonizi and I already do a lot of talking mm -hmm. and do a lot of hosting. So we have Quizmoho on Kumu. Yes. We have the podcast. We have the vlog. We do a lot of VO work for our edits and we do a lot of VO work for brand work. Mm -hmm. So people may think that, oh, it's so easy to talk. You do it all the time, every day with anyone and everyone. But of course, when it comes to your work, you put a lot of mental and physical stress in yourself because you want to do it properly. And when you're talking, for several hours in a day for work, it can strain your throat, it can drain you, and it can really take its toll on you. So I wasn't sure if physically I was willing to add another talk-heavy piece of content into my weekly workflow. Okay, I have a different perspective right now. I just thought of it. For those that don't know, Mikael is actually an introvert. He may seem very expressive when he talks about things because he talks in detail, but he's actually an introvert and he rarely gets into conversations with people that he doesn't feel like a connection with, I would say, or like you don't personally know. Yeah. Okay. So Fair. do you think that you having hesitations about your stream, aside from what you just said, comes from your being an introvert? Like... Maybe. No, actually, you know, that's a good point. Okay, Bonnie. Ooh. Okay, so <laughs> this is a new and very real-time realization. I really enjoy talking to people, especially when there's a very deep personal connection. Connection, yes. So friends whom I've had for a long time, someone who I really, really vibe with. If it's just an acquaintance, I tend to shy away because I don't feel the urge to put in that to much invest. energy. To invest yeah. also. So maybe that is also something that I feel towards the stream, but it's not the only thing. Okay, I think it's like one factor also. Na parang, huh? I'm talking to a camera or I'm talking to a computer. That is a factor, but for me, in my mind, I think the biggest factor is really the physical toll that it takes. And actually, I want to bring up a conversation that I had with fellow podcaster, yeah. Joyce Spring. So I told Joyce, hey Joyce, how do you feel when you're hosting all day? Let's say you have eight hours mm -hmm. worth of hosting gigs in yeah. a day. Like, what's your secret, dude? Like, how do you stay alive? How do you carry on through the day? How do you take care of your throat? How do you take care of yourself? And then she replied to me and said, Mick, wala. Basag na basag ako. Pagod na pagod ako. And I was like, oh no! I was hoping that Joyce was gonna share a secret sauce or a secret potion that would help me or a secret technique that would help me keep going and yeah. going. But wala talaga. Okay? It is what it is. Hosting and talking on camera. It's just a draining activity and it's always good to be able to pace yourself and mm -hmm. spread out your work over a week. Kasi sometimes pag tuloy-tuloy in one day ang trabaho mo, talagang basag na basag ka talaga. So, how do you think we'll be able to sustain this? Because we put out all our plans out there for the vlog, the podcast, etc., etc. We're a two-man team. Okay, we don't have 
much help from other people and it's really just us behind all of this. How do we sustain it without being basag na basag? Okay, we have a solution. I will leave our audience with a cliffhanger. To solve our problem of being a two-man team and having limited energy in a week, Okay. our team has to grow from a two-man team to a three-man team to a four-man team to a five-man team. This, this team, in terms of manpower, has to grow. And I will leave it at that. I could get into more details, but I won't yet. Buntis ka? <laughs> but tumawa ka? Buntis ka, <laughs> You like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now we move on from work. We want to talk about something that is very close to my heart and very recent. Last night. So last night and two nights ago, we had movie night with our beautiful LG monitor. Yes. And the first night we watched Tenet, which was a film by Christopher Nolan. Beautiful film, Tenet. <laughs> um, the second film that we watched was Wonder Woman 1984. Now, first of all, let's talk about Tenet. Bonizi, thoughts? I loved it so much. I mean, is there any more anything else that I can say? Okay, spoiler alert maybe for those that haven't seen Tenet and Wonder Woman, you better skip over to like the next topic. But we're gonna talk about this first. I love movies where I can think about it. Like, is this a clue? Are they planting a clue for what's gonna happen next? I love thinking when I'm watching films. To expound on what Bonizi is saying, gusto gusto niya yung mga detalyadong movie. For example, in scene one and two, the main character grabs something on the table, okay? And then later, pala in scene fifty and fifty-one, yun yung payoff. May dahilan kung bakit niya kinuha yung gamit na yun. And usually, for like some films, there's like a certain object that the main character will have in the beginning, and then may payoff in the end. But for this film, there were so many instances where you had that. Like may pay off at one point of the film, and it was just so exciting, and I, I guess mind-boggling for me. Yeah, and in Tenet, there was an overabundance of details and Easter eggs, mm -hmm. which Bonizi feasted on. For me, however, I absolutely love Tenet for two things. First thing is storytelling. Yeah. Christopher Nolan is very weird when it comes to his storytelling because he plays with time a lot, but I enjoy it because for me, at the end of the day, he's able to make it work and just trying something new no, and he, different. He does it outside of the box. Yeah. He, he doesn't follow a formula that you know, studios would normally follow. Like, there's a problem and then there's a solution. Happy ending. Yeah, another thing that I liked about Tenet is the way Christopher Nolan shoots. It's mm -hmm. very grand. If yeah. it's a big set piece with a lot of people, he will literally get a lot of extras to fill up his scene. He tries to not use CGI as much as possible. Nakakakilabot yeah. watching the scenes na Parang epic yung dating yeah. ng scenes. Of course, and I guess a bonus point, John David Washington, I think mm -hmm. that's the name of the protagonist, and Robert Pattinson, they were excellent. So they cast their actors very well as Grabe well. chemistry. Ang galing, galing. Chemistry. Parang swak na swak lang talaga sila sa role. Tsaka, what I liked about it was, hindi OA. Like, walang OA na eksena. Did you notice? Yeah. Like, it was all about the situation and how the situation brought the emotion to the actor or like even to the moviegoers. Yeah, there also weren't any unnecessary scenes. There wasn't a scene to show a huge explosion just for the sake of showing an explosion para makita natin a big budget sila. Honestly, when it comes to like action films, I'm not a fan of lengthy 
fight scenes like it just bores me and I'm just gonna like want to skip through it so this movie even had detailed fight scenes that meant something can you imagine a fight scene that meant something not just to show off like the fighting skills of the actors yeah. or like the camera shots my meaning yung fight scene na yun. okay okay Okay. I loved it so much. It was so good. Okay. <laughs> gonna, actually, after that movie, I wanted to watch Dunkirk and Inception again. Okay, which brings us to the second movie of our trip, which is Wonder Woman 1984. First I off, will... first off, first, I, I want to say something first before you go on a rant. Oh, I wasn't going to say something yet. Oh, really? Yeah, my okay. disclaimer. What's your disclaimer? Ako. Okay, my disclaimer is I love superhero movies. I watch every single one of them, and it's not, I, I don't necessarily have high expectations. I go in just to enjoy it. Mm -mm. However, Bonizi, what's your. Before disclaimer? you go in, Gal Gadot is so beautiful. I couldn't take my eyes off of her. So like in the movie I was just like wow I wanna be you. <laughs> That's okay. how I felt. I agree. Gal is amazingly beautiful. However, here is my very, very short review. I think that Wonder Woman 1984 might possibly be one of the worst superhero movies I have ever watched. Bonizi, do you agree with me? There the are bird, birds. The birds agree. I didn't enjoy it. I don't know, I don't remember a lot of the superhero films that I watched because I'm not as a super fan like you, but I definitely did not enjoy Wonder Woman 1984. It was just so bad. I don't want to make this an extended rant, but there were a lot of plot holes. I did not like the writing. I did not like the way it was shot. And for some reason, the CGI was really, really bad. There were a lot of unnecessary scenes that I think. Parang bakit mo yon? Alam mo yon? Parang it just didn't make sense. And even, even like the scenes in the beginning didn't have a connection, or it felt like it didn't have a connection to the rest of the film. For us to watch such a well-produced movie like Tenet from a Christopher film, Nolan. Yeah. To Wonder Woman 1984, which was the complete opposite of a well-produced film, I guess. It just hit the nail on the head and it really just compared and contrasted these two movies and how good one was and how bad the other was. Yeah, it was just really disappointing to watch. And if you're gonna watch a Wonder Woman film, it should be the first one, not this one. The first one was good. I liked the first one. Director Patty Jenkins, I don't know what happened in the second film. But we are going to leave it at that. That is just our opinions. You guys may have your own. Some of you may have loved Wonder Woman 1984. And that's, a, that's, that's your choice. That's you know, we all like we respect that. You can put it down in the comment section what your arguments mm -hmm. are. Let's have a happy debate about it. And with that, we have come down to the last topic of our podcast episode. Some of you may be wondering where in the world is Soba Doba? So you probably noticed that Soba wasn't here, and the reason being was that. So as you know, our pride and joy Sobadoba does not bark and we love that she does not bark. We get to produce videos, do our podcast without a dog ruining our audio. But right after Christmas, she barked twice in a row. Because Melo and Yogi are barkers, and when she, uh, when Sobadoba hangs out with them, I think it's unavoidable that when Sobadoba hangs out with Yogi and Melo, who like barking, mahawa rin talaga siya. Oh, oh, so hindi naman talaga maiwasan yon, and we wanna 
limit our time. Oh my God, we're such strict parents. Yeah. <laughs> we're such strict parents. So we Soba. want to limit the exposure of Soba to Melo and Yogi. Of course, she can stay with them, but staying with them for one week, nako baka maging barker na rin si Soba. And don't worry, Soba and Salem are being taken well care of at home. And with that, we have reached the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope all of you guys have an amazing 2021. And please, abangan nyo ang ating podcast. This is Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I am Fofo. And I'm Bones. And don't forget that you can email us at behindrelationshipgoals at gmail.com and share with us your goals for 2021. You can also find us on Spotify aside from this YouTube channel. See you guys. Bye. Bye.